Hey there, and welcome back to a little minisode of a conversation for one podcast. The podcast where I talk about horror, sci-fi, multimedia. You guys know the drill. Uh, as you guys probably know, I would hope so, you know, know by now anyways, wow, uh, that I just released a, like a very long, it's like over two hours, but it was very in-depth um, episode with my good friend, Mr. Scott Fawcett, and uh, on Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I'm extremely, extremely proud of that episode. I I put like easy, like almost a week of like editing because there was so much echo and like uh, just, you know, it was, it was flat and it was like, um, it was like maxing out in sound. And anyways, it took a lot of work. I'm extremely proud of it. Um, please give it a listen. Uh, that being said, though, there was a lot of editing. Um, and I, I, Scott and I got to talking. And as we do, when you're having a conversation, things start to stray a bit. And, you know, I did keep some of it in there. But some of the stuff, you know, there was a long pausing or went way off topic. So I've got about like 20 minutes, I would say, worth of just extra dialogue and outtakes. And, you know, you guys might not get anything from it. But I just thought, you know, it'd be fun to release it. And uh, on top of that as well. I just figured I would uh, give a little extra to the episode, just a little, like a you know, a little uh, accoutrement to that episode. Um, I did end up seeing Godzilla: King of the Monsters one more time. I took the girlfriend to see it, and uh, she is not a big Godzilla fan at all. Uh, she uh, tolerates it is probably the best term for it, and uh, she does enjoy the concept, but you know, does not. She is not a fan uh, per se. But she told me straight up after we saw it that she. She's like, surprisingly, I would see that again. I would watch that again. Uh, I really, really liked it, which is my point being, you do not have to be a complete dork like myself to enjoy this film. That film is for everybody. It is just a good time in the theater. Please go out to see it. So we get more cool stuff like that, like in the future and not just the same rehashing of every other series we've seen. Please see it. Also, to, to that point, the first time I saw the film, IMAX. 100% recommend. See it in IMAX. You will not get a better viewing experience at all. Like, you just won't. But we saw it in D-Box, which are like, it's basically like 4D, like where the seats are like moving and you can change like how much they move and stuff. So it's like, like it's moving you around every step, every building. It's just you're moving around and it's like swinging you back and forth like if you guys ever went to like any of the paramount parks like king's king's island i think is the other one or um not cedar fair king's dominion i think and then obviously like paramount canada's wonderland they had like the 4d action theater you know like days of thunder stuff like that basically what that was like but watching it with godzilla in like avx which is like just the step down of imax wow just wow it was incredible it was unreal like it was so good such a different experience um again imax first but if you can't get to imax and you want to spend the money i honestly think d box was probably more money um but it was well worth it it was well worth it i think the next time i see it if i manage to find some time to go and see it i'd love to see it one more time just for all the easter eggs there's like cool details it's so freaking layered i bet you i'd have to watch it like 10 times just to get that all in there um but i think it'll probably just be standard uh you know just see how it fares in standard you know to normal screen 
Uh, and I think that might be it for me because I don't know how many times I could go out to see something, but bring people along. Um, just be like, Hey, do you guys want to watch it? And even if they're like, no, they'll be like, you just tell them straight up, like, shut your mouth. You look them right in the eye, right in the goddamn eyes. And you say, you shut your mouth. I know what's best for you, you know, as every friend does to another friend, right guys. Um, but anyways, whether you see it or not, if you're going to see it, please just go see it in IMAX. It's not like I get any of the money, but like it's, I don't think you'll get a better experience if you're going to see it. Now, um, also I wanted to add just a couple more things before we get into, um, Scott and I's kind of little outtakes, if you will. I don't, I gotta think of like a good, like little title. Like it's definitely a Minnesota because it's just like outtakes and conversation, but like, that's just like the most boring title. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I've been thinking about it more. That film could not be, it couldn't have been any better as just like a under the nose, but also straightforward at you, like environmental message. Like it's basically like, you know, you've seen the trailer, I would assume where it's just like, yeah, like we're the disease and like, they are the fever, like earth, earth is trying to cleanse us. So they are the fever to like, make sure everything's in balance. And it's, it's perfect. But then I was thinking about it today. I was just like, you know, that goes on like such a deeper level too. like the people are like, no, 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 we have control of this. Like we are going to take control of this. We make the decisions like, like whatever's best for us. And like basically, and you see it all the time. I, see, I just saw it on Facebook, for example, like people were like, you know, stupid carbon tax. Like I, I drive, like I sell cars or whatever. So like, I need to keep this or like, who cares if we ban single-use plastics? It's not a big deal. Like, I use them. It's like no one gives a shit about, like, what's good for you. Like, you selfish prick. It's about what's good for the planet long-term because, like, your job it means the dick to, like, basically what's going to matter for the world for the next hundreds of thousands of years, right? Anyways, that's I'll uh, move the soapbox there. But... Then when they go to, they go like, we're in charge and they, they do the oxygen destroyer and they basically take out our last hope. And that's basically it. And then Sarazawa has to make the ultimate sacrifice. He does not, he puts the world first. He puts the world first. He knows that we have a limited amount of time, like cough, cough, like we do on earth right now. We have a limited amount of time that we have to make the right decision and like honestly like pushing up my freaking glasses here like oh actually like i'm just using this i don't it's i feel like i'm using my film degree but it's just not i i feel like i'm just being like a you know like a youtube reviewer here and just in adding my own insight but basically that's what i'm doing and this is honestly what i was thinking about at work today he's like yeah like the earth will heal itself but it's going to take a long time and by the time that's done we'll be gone like everything we know will be gone earth will be in flames and when you're watching you're like uh-huh but like thinking about it now it's just like like he's warning you it's foreshadowing but that no one's probably paying attention to that they're just like the story's so dumb because that's every reviewer lately like all the fans are like i love the characters i love the monsters everything was fast everything was great this was like the perfect love letter and introduction and all the, the critics are like I only watch like Fellini. This is garbage. And it's just like, oh my God, you have to have taste for both. Like it's cinema. As Scott and I said in our, in our episode there, it's cinema. It's, and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be like based in reality or just 
completely like plot centric character driven stories it doesn't always have to be that but um he's like yeah like we have no time like no time at all and so he's like let me go i'll I, like my life is it means nothing in this grand scheme of things like i i will make the sacrifice to make sure the world is a better place and the world actually has a chance and he like ignites the nuke which by the way i should have said this spoilers for the love of god watch godzilla do not like keep listening or listen to my episode before like don't unless you're just like i'm not gonna watch it and i don't i don't mind spoilers like i don't know who hurt you but that's kind of weird but in that case just keep keep listening but the, he puts himself first and then it's just that's it and like just thinking about like sarah Zawa, like sacrificing himself i was like like how how was that not deeper to me before because now i'm just like that is like the most crucial part of the whole film like i was saying with scott earlier in the last episode that like i that if there was one part where i could have gotten emotional in that movie i i obviously didn't because there's only a handful of films that can bring me you know to my knees that way but they would probably would have been that scene and uh yeah it's just i was thinking about that and i was also thinking like too like I want like everybody should try to have a relationship like Godzilla and Mothra like they are literally ride or die like the entire like the whole Bonnie and Clyde thing like Ghidorah has control of all of the monsters is like controlling everything and is like you work for me you work for me you have no control I'm stronger like this is that Mothra's like literally like you you good let's do this let's do this thing no matter what through the shit through the thick the fog and they like they keep going like one is just constantly supporting the other it's such a good feeling to see characters that are like that close together like mothra comes when godzilla needs him and like when godzilla needs him again mothra is still there even like even when he cannot move and like even her dying like breath she's there for him and i was just like damn like that's a power couple right there and also too talking about characters again thinking about it like i have not stopped thinking about it um well i mean it's not that long ago i saw it and i just released the episode but i was thinking about it today uh just working by myself outside um really thinking about it all four toho characters didn't die and Kong didn't die. So basically all five central characters that have been in the films, uh, Mutos aside, I guess I should have included those, but so like just the five, but the four specifically, none of them died. Like Ghidra died, right? Like is dead, but like the stinger is like the head's still there. So I mean, technically Ghidra, like Ghidorah, Ghidra, Ghidorah, they're both right. I don't know which one I was said in the in the last episode, but Ghidorah is still like there. So like whether they're gonna make some sort of like clone or like gene splice kaiju or a mecha or like maybe between oxygen destroyer and that, like they try to make like an anti Godzilla and that's how they make Destroya. I don't know, but like he's still kind of there. Mothra, even though died egg right at the end they found an egg and then like rodan even though i was like yeah he's dead didn't die either he's there he bows to godzilla and obviously godzilla can't die um in in your like as the main character for the franchise so um that'd be like killing like tony stark or something in avengers oh i know so cringy but that's what it's like that's basically what it would be like 
but then that happens anyways though yeah so i just thought that was kind of cool and it doesn't really lead to anything but i just like i had to share you know it's my podcast my avenue here so i just like yep i don't know i don't know i just thought that was kind of neat um speaking of mothra something kind of cool i just found this out i definitely ordered this right away um but if you're like me and you like owning some of these uh kaiju or giant monster movies on like physical copy like blu-ray because like why would you buy a dvd or even animal you know that kind of a feeling but i had to buy a dvd to get mothra uh, the original 1961 i believe film is it 61 uh, I feel like it's 61. Could be wrong, but I think it's 61, maybe 62. Uh, yeah, could be 62 to be honest. But anyways, I had to buy it on this like kind of not, it's not bad. It is a little poopy, but like it was actually pretty good transfers and it had like um, the tear, the tear from beneath or whatever that one's called, the one with the giant octopus. Oh God, that's not called that. I, oh, I forgot. I cannot remember what that's called. Is it something? It's something, something terror. And, but it also had the giant claw, which is weirdly like a kind of like watchable movie, like good movie. Like it's terrible. It's a terrible movie, but like it's done super seriously, which kind of makes it funny. But like if like the monster was like better looking and not like kind of <laughs> terrible, I think that movie actually would have been like, it still would have been forgotten, but I think it would have been a lot more well-regarded. I think it's lived so long because the, the monster is so terrible. But um, So it included that. I think it included um, another Harryhausen film, not the 20,000 Fathoms, but the other one. Um, oh, God. It's, like the, it's, it's the one set in Italy. It's the other, obviously, it's a claymation one. It's like 20 million miles or something like that, or 20,000 miles. I don't know whatever that one is and uh and then also it has mothra so the main reason really other than like the, the giant thing or the giant claw is to get mothra and apparently and it's coming out in july so real quick so if you want to catch that kind of like that pre-order savings i would go check it out mill creek which you know they're not known for doing the best stuff but they did put out a pretty good arrangement of, ga of gamma films both the Heisei trilogy, which is like literally God tier, like we're not worthy, like it's not for mortal men to watch. It's so good, like monster movies, just good film in general. And then they did um, the subtitled um, show, Showa films. Um, and Gamera is not known for being high art. <laughs> like if you think uh, Godzilla is like low class media, maybe don't watch Gamera, but they did some decent transfers, not like a lot of special features and stuff, but they're pretty good transfers. They really are. Um, so Mill Creek got their hands on it. Uh, I don't know if Mill Creek is like a, a subsidy, a subsidy, sub dairy, subsidy. I don't know. I don't know if they're associated with Sony, but I feel like that's how they got the, the, the rights for that. It, weirdly enough, Mothra is like not included in like Criterion's like recent um, rights kind of purchase like snag that they got from classic media. So basically every single film that classic media had, as well as I'm pretty sure they got also the two Sony, the Sony, um, writes Mecha Godzilla and Son of Godzilla. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they got that. They also got War of Gargantua's, Rodan. Oh, they got another one too. Is it Mysterians? 
Atragon. They got something, they got one more not Godzilla, but Toho Kaiju film. So maybe because Sony like let the rights relapse for the Showa films, because they clearly still have all of the Heisei and all of the Millennium films, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they just couldn't clench uh, getting Mothra. So, but anyways, Mothra is coming out. It's going to be in English from what I understand. I don't know if the Japanese version is included, which if it's not, it is kind of sad because it's like for a lot of older films, the subtitles uh, often convey a different story than like what the dubs are. And sometimes there's a missing like a shot or scene cut or a different shot or scene added in just to, you know, make things easier to swallow for the differing audiences, you know, different times. Um, but it's in an amazing, amazing uh, steelbook uh, with like the original Mothra poster on it. Oh, it just looks gorgeous. It looks stunning. So I'll definitely like post pictures, maybe like put a, a little review. Like I don't really do like, here's my review on physical media because you know, this is not my shtick. <laughs> the real reason is not my shtick because I'm a crazy person. And when I buy physical media, I never open it. I don't know why. I just like knowing I have it, I guess it's some sort of um, I don't know. I'm sure psychologists could really look into that, but for the most part, I don't open a lot of physical media unless I'm like just itching to watch it, but I feel for that. It'd be something I would watch. Um, so check that out. It's not too expensive. It's like maybe $20, um, which I get is a lot of money. If like you haven't seen the film or you don't like monster movies, but it's beautiful. Um, and I think it'd be worth your time to be honest, to just even look at it or see if you can like rent it or buy it on iTunes once it comes out because that would be kind of cool to see. I don't know if you can do that already with Mothra, but it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of a cool one, especially if like you were intrigued from the last episode wanting a little more Mothra because why wouldn't you? Basically the second best Toho character. I am very much of that opinion. Um, and also too, uh, just kind of while we're on the giant monsters bandwagon here for a sec, I picked this up. I'm definitely going to post it on my personal uh, Instagram pretty soon. Um, I got uh, Tarantula, which was also, which was directed by, I think, Jack Arnold, if I'm not mistaken, the same guy who directed Creature from the Black Lagoon. This guy, Jack, if it's Jack Arnold, I hope it's Jack Arnold. Otherwise, like, I'll just have to be like, edit, like, it's not, it's like Philip. I don't know. But like, so it's Jack Arnold. He has like just a plethora of like good, good films. Like, he did like, the Incredible Shrinking Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Revenge of the Creature, Tarantula, just to name a few. And then, and no one talks about this guy. He's got like such like a, 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 a variety, like an array of like classic sci-fi, like horror films. And, uh, and I, th I think, I hope I'm not confusing him with something, somebody else, but I think he just got like, basically like relegated, like delegated, not delegated, relegated back to, um, just shooting like TV shows, like Westerns and dramas and soaps. And it's like, really, you do that to somebody that I, to me, like directing like really good films like that, it'd be like M night in his heyday, just all of a sudden, just like directing days of our lives or like, I don't know, like X-file episodes. And that was like, that's all he did because it's not like the shows he did were like bad. It's just like, why would you take this guy who's made like, a-list level money with B-level movies and just make him do TV shows instead of giving him a bigger, better budget for something amazing. You know, you've seen what he's done with a little bit, which, you know, sometimes doesn't always work out. Like sometimes when people are like, 
they're making the best product they can because they only have so much resources or so much time, you know, whatever. Um, then they like, they push themselves and they make something amazing or it's the lack thereof of something that makes it amazing. But sometimes it works out. I was listening actually to a, a, a different podcast with Bruce Campbell and he's like, uh, he's like, you make something, you make something good, fast or cheap. Um, but you can only pick two. And, uh, I was like, damn, that's like, that's really, that hit me. I don't know why that tied in, I guess kind of like with the production thing, but that's really great shout. I guess it would be Scream Factory in this case. They're putting it out, and when they put out a horror movie, like, oh, delish. Like, you are never going to get, maybe with Arrow, Arrow films, but like Show Factory, it's just steady. It's like, it's not going to be like the 100 100 out of 100 best, like, transfer, but it's going to be at least 80. It's going to be at least 75. Like, it's going to look, like, superb, and it always is chock full of like extras and trailers and commentaries and documentaries, just tons of stuff. Um, and if it's not, then it's, they cut the price. Like if it's like a normal movie, it's like $30 and it's like, Whoa, it's jam packed. And if it's not, it's like $17 and it's just a really good movie with like two extra like special features. And it's just like, wow. Like it's still like, cause for a lot of those films, you're never going to see that film. Like they release stuff that people don't did not remember, or they release stuff that like, was like tied up in like legal jibber jabber and they're always great i cannot wait to see it i am like really starting to dip my toes into the whole like america atomic monster like 50s 60s stuff like um i have them on the stick i just recently rewatched uh, beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms which is like mind-blowing so i have them to watch and i have tarantula to watch um, i now own both it's very exciting um, so I think Tarantula, though, uh, is definitely going to be one that I open up. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I just really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, make sure you check out the very last episode that I just put out um, earlier. Um, a, uh, another kaiju conversation focusing on Godzilla, King of the Monsters, with a special guest, Scott Fawcett. Please, I'm super proud of that episode. Even if you don't like Godzilla, I would appreciate it if you just listen to it. Um, go on to iTunes just even a rating, please, even just a rating, even if you don't want to subscribe, um, even if you don't want to give me a review, because uh, I get like that takes time, but really in the grand scheme of things, just left me like a click, a little five-star review or rating, I mean, it's not going to take any time of your day. It's not going to reflect anything on you. And it means so gosh darn much to me. Even the same with like sharing like a post on Instagram, it's on your feed for a day. I hope that like doesn't make or break like your social media, like um, personality, persona. Um, same with Facebook. I would really appreciate if you guys like shared posts. Um, not so much so it's just like I'm like super popular and like I'm driving everywhere in a limo. Um, but just so I get like some more, uh, just a steadier fan base, you know, you know, make the pond a little bit bigger. So I get different ideas, different inspiration, maybe having different guests, um, you know, just, you know, just make the podcast a little bit bigger, a little bit better. And that's basically all I'm asking for. Um, again, I appreciate you guys listening. This is just a little extra. If you guys like stuff like this, let me know. Uh, I do have a Patreon. I won't charge you guys for stuff like this, but like, if you guys like little extra episodes, I would totally put little extras like this. Like if I have outtakes, if I have like a little, like, Oh, second thought kind of, kind of like stuff, I would put it on there. Um, cause you know, I don't really think that would go on the actual podcast because if you're not really a fan, um, then you're, you're not going to listen to that. So anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, make sure you check me out on 
Twitter and Instagram and all of that stuff. Uh, and as for now, it's not going to make a lot of sense, but there's just a jumble of outtakes and extra clips coming from uh, Scott and I from our last episode. So please enjoy. Um, yeah, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Tyler out. Godzilla! You can pretend Godzilla turns a mighty castle into a pile of sand. Don't do it, Godzilla! You control Godzilla's ugly tongue. You can make him stomp, pound his tail, pretending he strikes it all in his way. You can launch Godzilla's claw for the final blow. We did it! What will Godzilla do next? It's up to you. Godzilla with a claw that launches some assembly required from the Shogun Warrior Collection by Mattel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just some like last minute stuff ready. Uh, no worries. Plus, I didn't have any questions written down, so I was just like, ah, like just yeah, scrambling. No, I was writing stuff down too <laughs> <laughs> for like the last few minutes. Um, I think I know what I'm talking about though, mostly. Uh, uh... <laughs> did you see uh, Cinemassacre did a review video? Uh, no. I haven't... Well, like, I saw that the, that he did it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Because usually I can't stand him. Like, I can't... I can't, like, ignore, like, how good he was, like, in my, like, when I was, like, a teenager and stuff. Yeah. I think now is just, like, I was watching the King Kong one. He's just, like, the practical effects are great. And, like, really, that's what I love. And there's a new Universal ride, which has 3D screens. So, sadly, I'll never be riding it because it'll never be as good because there's no animatronics. So, it's just, like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there's no animatronics, he's like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, yeah. Any I was just effects. watching it a little bit, and he was like, "Yeah, like the movie's so flashy." He's like, "Like Mothra, every time it flies, there's colors everywhere, and it's all neon. It's like, can't it just be a moth?" And I'm like, "Oh." Come Mothra on, was honestly one of my favorite parts in the film. It was like yeah. literally like I could have cried. Like, oh my god. We can save our thoughts yeah. for the conversation but i agree mothra was so, like so well done yeah that's definitely something i want to talk about because i'm just like absolutely back to the brim with emotions my recording like just my basic windows 10 recording thing as well but okay that works um okay so this is what i'm thinking i'm gonna do oh cool so like the thing i got to record it's just it's already recording so hopefully it works um i was trying it out but uh We'll see what happens. Okay. I'll just download Audacity after this, I guess. So, like, it's really so up to you. I just need well, it, like, like, a recording. It's recording, right? And like, there's some. I'm sure there's like a dual recording thing, right? Mm, no. Oh, thing where like we can both record at the same time where it like picks up both the audio you know what i'm talking about where it like picks up my audio and picks up your audio like not do not to record i have that right now i have something i downloaded a program that's going to record our whole skype conversation okay well then we'll just see how that goes i guess right thing if that's like dog shit then i have backup <laughs> did you want to just do a test and like record and then like see how that is um sure so i'm gonna stop Stop recording. All right. Well, let's just take a small break right now, and then uh, we'll get back to that. Sounds good. All right. We can keep. We can just keep talking though.
I okay, just cool. need to have something else so it's just not like two hours of conversation and people are like, oh my god, I can't keep listening. Are you gonna, you can cut this part out, but are you are you cutting to um, like Nancy's poetry? She isn't in this episode, but I'll be cutting to like some commercials, like the Godzilla theme song and like stuff like that. <laughs> I have a bunch of clips already. Yeah, dude, you should um, you should cut to that Blue Oyster Cult like remix song. I think like, I'm actually going to end the episode with it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Also, while we're on the topic of like those crossovers, I also wish it happened, but there was also talks before Freddy versus Jason um, versus Ash, which became a comic book series, which uh, seek it out. If you guys want to, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's like out of print now, but um, mm. I have the individual original issues. And they are... I don't think that's ever happening. It is an amazing series. Um, oh, it, it's definitely not happening on the, on the big screen. But for a graphic novel, seek it up. There's also like a, a sequel, actually. They did Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. Um, some sequel series. Um, versus Jason vs. Ash. Um, uh, first one was from 2008. Oh my god. The Nightmare Warriors. Yeah. It was weird. Mm -hmm. It was like partly in Washington, D.C. I like, I saw like, I thought it was, I was like, is it called like Nightmare D.C. or something? Like the front cover, they're like in front of the like, the Capitol building in DC. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in this? Anyway. But yeah, we, so, we need more crossover when it comes to our fandoms. So we'll end it there. Right, that was awesome. I think that was like better than our first one. <laughs> oh, for sure. Hopefully the audio turns out to be a lot better. Yeah, um, it's still recording on my end. I'm at an hour and 33 minutes. Yeah, I'm pretty close. I'm like an hour and 36, but I started recording before you did. Okay, cool. All right. Um, cool. So um, I guess we're all good for tonight, man. Yeah, hopefully I'll have this all edited up be like around tomorrow and i'll have it hopefully released around tomorrow so that we can still catch this kaiju high yeah dude sounds good um what the good thing is too like i think i think this is gonna be like one of the first podcasts touching on it like i've been looking at all the other like kaiju podcasts and stuff and like no one's really talking about it at all yeah which is yeah. kind of a shame but like i saw kaiju cast release theirs this morning or yesterday did they? Yeah. I saw that they yeah. did one which was like, they talked about the tie-ins. Oh, maybe uh, that's what I saw. Uh, it's like Godzilla, King of the Monsters tie-ins, and they're all like, oh, wow, like, uh, there's the video game, and like, there's some cool, like, plushies, and I'm like, okay, Kaiju, are you guys gonna talk about the movie? But I think they recorded it, like, two weeks ago, you know? Maybe. He's done now, eh? Like, this is his last year. Who's done? Kaiju Cast. It's done? They're yeah, this it? is their last year. They've done it for 10 years. They're they're done. Oh, 
one. Yeah, three or four podcasts I've been listening to, they're like, yeah, we're done. Just like that. They've just wrapped it up. And it's like, cool. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Huh. I guess you get tired of doing tired it, right? Of doing You've been doing it for like, yes, 10 like 10 years. There's only so much, There's material. Only so much material. And he said like he's never coming back to do it again. Or he's just not going to do it consistently. He said he wants, he's like done. He might make a sporadic episode if something big comes out. But he's like not making them on like a normal schedule. Like he's moving on to doing other stuff. Huh. Yeah. I guess he kind of ran out of ideas too. Like they rebooted the Daikaiju discussion and it's like, it's the same it stuff. It seems like it's the same format, you know? It's like, come on, man, expand out a little bit. Especially because you know? he, like, refused to do certain movies all the time. Yeah. He's like, I'm not ever having King Kong movies on here. I'm never doing, like, Gorgo on here. It's just like, dude. Well, he did like, do Skull yeah. Island. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. He did do true. Skull Island. If you listen to the review, I actually wrote in for that. At the part where it's like, um, we have, like, Scott, who, who like, wrote in. Oh, really? That was you? That was mine, yeah. And in the movie, I'm like, and I, at the at the end, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited that like Ghidra, Mothra, and Rodan are in it, and, like, because there's that like the post credit scene, and he's just like, man, I hope so. I'm like, you hope so? Like they're gonna do it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, man, you're pretty busy now, right? Like, oh yeah, in Innisfil, yeah. Work every day. Damn, what, that's are you just doing that because for the money, dude, or what? Yep. Yeah, All true. about those shekels. Good for you, dude. Yeah, I'm not working that much because I want to. I, yeah. I'd love to have like a four day week, but yeah. My mom was like asking. She was like, "How's Tyler doing?" I was like, "Oh, he's good. He's just really busy. Like he's he's like he's working a lot, like seven days a week." And she's like, "Why?" And I was like, "I'm I think it's just because he wants to like make money." Yep. Yeah, I need a car and I want a house. True, true. Well, that's good, man. Yeah. 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 That's cool that you're like working for like Simcoe now and everything. I'm sure it'll work out, buddy. Just be. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sounds like you got it. All right, man. All right. Well, uh, well, I appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, of course. We'll have to do it again. It's always a pleasure, dude. I've already got like two other topics for like a kaiju conversation so yeah. whenever we find time yeah. i'd love to do something um during october too man yeah no absolutely um i was thinking that um because like last year i did like that halloween special yeah so that was like a two-hour podcast so i was thinking like maybe if we went on for like 15 or 20 minutes we could like talk about a little movie franchise for like 20 minutes like highlights and why to watch it yeah so, so that maybe we could talk about hellraiser or something like that yeah i'd love to absolutely especially since like, i have that a list of stuff we both kind of discovered at the same time you i know you were like really into slash movies and you were like we should like try this one out and i was like it was it was partly because it was so disgusting but i was like oh my god like i love horror fantasy you know like i love the evil dead series and i love hellraiser um, yeah so that one was like really it'd be cool to talk about that on the podcast for sure yeah definitely and uh i was i have a list of stuff honestly i'm always like oh scott could do this oh yeah. scott could do that i'd love to have scott on this so like i literally have a list on my phone of just stuff scott could do so if you ever just want to see it i could send it to you yeah, dude, for sure yeah um like, like 
I know Rob wants to be on the podcast too. I was talking to him recently when I was at Brittany's wedding shower and he was like, Oh, I listened to every episode of his podcast. And I was like, damn, that's awesome. So really? Yeah. Cause I text him all the time and he never gets back to me. Really? Oh, ever. He sounds pretty busy too. Man. I'm like, Hey man, I miss you. Like, do you want to come on the show? And no response. Just doesn't reply. Yeah. So I figure I might just call him maybe tomorrow or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that. he's pretty busy too. He's like, he's like, I drive to Mississauga every day. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. From Kitchener. So I don't know. It's quite the drive. Yeah. Anyway, man, it's been a pleasure. I do have to go, but um, thanks again for having me on. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. No problem, man. Thanks, thanks for, for, thanks thanks for coming on. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Later. Later. See, See you, man. Coming up next, it's... On December 17th, at a theater near you, you will see the most exciting original motion picture event of all time. King Kong. Rated PG. Check newspapers for a theater near you.